Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with a Few podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion for seeing people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey y'all, welcome back to another podcast episode. We are so extremely thrilled to be back with y'all on this Monday. We have a special episode for y'all today. I have been trying to play this up and being, honestly, we've been a little sneaky about it so that you guys didn't catch on for like a long time because we've known this for a while now. But this past Wednesday when we're uploading this, we had the privilege to go to Lima Baptist Temple and record a live podcast episode in front of their youth group. And it was amazing, fantastic, all the words, we just had a blast. Us and a couple of the girls went and we just had so much fun talking with their youth group and presenting what we were doing with the few and we did a live podcast episode. And Michael, who invited us, he recorded and filmed and we have so much amazing content for y'all that will hopefully encourage you, challenge you, and just be an encouragement to y'all as it was for us just to be there and be in that environment. It was just something super special that we hadn't done before. We've never done like an actual live podcast in front of an audience before. So that was just new in itself. Mm -hmm. But being able to be with that specific crowd and those kids, it was amazing. So we just want to share that with you guys today. And that is the purpose of this episode. We have never done a live podcast episode, but you guys are going to get to hear what we did for the youth on that Wednesday night. And we are so excited for you to listen. We are also super excited because on October 4th, right before we were able to go to the youth group at Lima Baptist and do this live podcast episode that you guys are about to listen to, we officially hit 1,000 downloads on this podcast. We are so thrilled and Mm -hmm. so excited about what the Lord has been doing with the podcast. This has been something that me and Lily have really enjoyed doing, Mm -hmm. and we've really enjoyed recording and putting out content for you guys to listen to. And uh, me and Lily were talking, and we just kept saying that we couldn't believe that people (laughs) actually came back and listened to us because... I don't know if I actually would. I don't know. Because we we talk about some hard stuff, but we officially hit 1,000 downloads. So we are so excited about that. Thank Mm -hmm. you to all of you who have been downloading the podcast, who have been sharing and following and doing all the different things to help this podcast grow. We appreciate it so much. You guys have been doing an amazing job of staying consistent with your listening and yeah. your downloading, and we are just so thankful to all of you for supporting me and Lily in our ministry mm-hmm. and just being there to listen to our little rants. Yeah, absolutely. And we want to give a humongous shout out to Michael. Yes. Who invited us to come and speak to his youth group in Lima. It was amazing, and we definitely wouldn't have been as excited as we were to do it with anybody else because he just made it so 
he was so chill and just laid back about it. There was nothing that we had to worry about or, you know, worry about recording it or, you know, videotaping it or any of that. He took care of everything for us, set up everything. It was just an absolute blast to be there with him and it was fun for us. It wasn't Mm -hmm. like, oh, we have to go speak somewhere or whatever. So, we want to thank Michael because we could not have done it without him. He is doing such an amazing job with his kids up there in Lima. And we just want to encourage you, Michael, keep going, keep doing what you're doing because we have not seen what we saw in your youth group and other youth groups. Mm -hmm. And I don't say that lightly because we've been to a lot of different churches. We've done this and I don't think I've seen kids connect in the way that your kids connected. It was just amazing. So thank you to Michael for the opportunity to do this. We are so thankful. So let's get into this episode. Hello, everybody. How are y'all doing tonight? Good. Everybody's good? Amazing. Awesome. Okay. So Michael's kind of introduced us, and I'm sure, as you can see on the slide here that he's made for us, I'm Lily, and this is my sister Maddie, and we have a ministry called The Few, and we will get into what that entails and what we've been doing. Um, But first, we want to thank Pastor Michael for inviting us to come and do this live podcast episode. This is the first time we've ever actually done a podcast episode in front of live audience. So we're a little nervous. We're going to record this and everything and post it later. So we're excited, but let it be known that we are a little nervous. (laughs) Um, We are a part of a missionary family. And so we have always grown up doing ministry. And uh, we actually met Pastor Michael when uh, Revive Ohio came here a couple years ago to Lima Baptist Temple. And so that's how we got to know Michael. And here we are a couple years later, and he's asked us to do a live podcast episode for y'all. And we're just so thankful to him. I also want to give a shout out to my girls here. Um, we have some girls, you probably, some of you have met them already. Um, we have Caitlin up here in the front, wave so everybody knows who you are. Here's Caitlin. And then over here is Lacey. Uh, she is here with us as well. And then way back in the back, I'm not sure why they chose to sit at the farthest corner because I cannot see them for this light. But we have uh, my dad, Scott, over there. And then his friend and part of our family, Trent, over there. And then mom is way back in the back right there taking pictures and doing all that stuff for us. And then we also have our brother Lincoln right here. So we brought a whole crew with us tonight, and we're so excited to be with you. Um, But again, thank you to Michael for this opportunity. This is so awesome. And uh, he actually asked us to talk about fear. Um, We are nervous to even come up here. So when he asked us to talk about fear, um, I was a little bit concerned that I would like preach something that I'm not doing because I should be fearless, right? I should be a Christian who just does this all the time and is so excited to do this, Um, which is true. I am excited to be here, but I'm definitely not fearless. Um, Me and Maddie are both nervous tonight. So when he talked, when he asked us to talk about fear, uh, we just got to praying about, Lord, what does that look like? What does fear, how do we live through fear? How do we get up in front of an audience and do a live podcast episode and talk about fear. What does this look like and what does that entail? And so as Maddie and I were praying and just looking through scripture and and so many other things, uh, the Lord just kept bringing us back to a quote by Francis Chan. And we have, in our Bible study nights, um, gone really deep into some things, but I don't think I've ever gone into fear. 
I don't think that I've ever looked at that and really discussed it, really preached something about it. So I want to start off with this quote by Francis Chan. Um, and again, as we were praying and preparing for this, this came up and it couldn't be more perfect. And the Lord just gave yeah. us some stuff from there. Um, it says, our greatest fear should not be of failure, but of succeeding at things in life that don't really matter. I'm just going to let that sink in for a minute. I read that and I thought, wow. Yeah. How often are we so scared to not succeed or to be a failure in life at things that don't matter, mm -hmm. at things that have no purpose for eternity whatsoever, that don't matter to Jesus? You know, how often, and are they bad things? No, not at all, right? We should all want good grades in school. We should all uh, be excited to make, maybe try out for a sports team or something like that. But are we so worried at being a failure at those things that we totally forget the things that actually matter. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Everybody with me? Okay, so we're going we're gonna to record this podcast episode, how we do at home, okay? And usually we have our computer laying right here, and we have our podcast mic that's over on our table here, and we are usually able to hit record, and if we don't like it, we're able to hit delete. Yeah. And that's <laughs> not happening tonight. So we're going to go for it, and I'm going to let Maddie start off um, with some things that the Lord has brought to us about fear and just some of those thoughts. Okay, so fear is something that I feel like gets discussed a lot. And so me and Lily just kind of wanted to um, take a little bit of a different spin on it, look at it in a different light than we normally do. So I feel like the world is always telling us that, you know, it's okay to be afraid just like, um, you know, love yourself. It's okay to be afraid. Um, everybody feels fear. And then as Christians, we kind of feel like maybe that's not normal. We should be fearless all the time. But like Lily said, we're really nervous right now. Um, we've never really done anything like this before. So um, we just wanted to look at fear in a different way. So um, constantly in the world, we're always hearing stuff that makes us fearful. Lately, we've been hearing about the virus, the riots, uh, tons of different stuff that is scaring a lot of us. And that's okay that we're afraid, but me and Lily really wanted to discuss doing things that matter afraid. Do it afraid because there's never a time in life when you're going to be completely fearless and just be ready to do anything. Um, fear is a natural reaction, but courage is a decision that we have to make. We have to decide to be courageous. And so me and Lily really wanted to talk about that tonight. How do we, how do we um, fight that fear? How do we overcome that in our daily lives? And, um, you know, we get afraid of little things. We are afraid of things in our everyday lives. Fear is a part of life. So we just kind of wanted to discuss how we overcome that fear and how we do things that actually matter afraid. Um, like Francis Tran said in his quote, um, we should be afraid to succeed at things in life that don't really matter. And, um, 
I don't know. I feel like we can really lose sight of that. A lot of times we can lose sight of the things that really matter because we get so concerned with getting those good grades, with making that sports team, with being popular in school, um, that we lose sight of the things that don't matter, that do matter. Yeah, I think that's true because we allow the world to push this agenda of fear onto us, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. in our everyday lives, they're constantly telling us, hey, get straight A's. Hey, you got to be athletic. You got to do this and do that in order to make it into the best college out there. You got to make your parents proud. You got to make sure that you're living for Jesus, but you're also kind of popular at school. And, you know, you got that secular thing going on as well. And so we let them push this agenda of fear on us instead of focusing on what Jesus has for us, Yeah. right? Now, does it mean that you can't get straight A's or does it mean that we're not supposed to, you know, worry about any of that? No, like you have life, right? This We're living in a world of chaos and busyness and all this stuff constantly, mm -hmm. but the things of the Lord, and this is what we have done with a few, and you'll see all of our stuff, the back of our shirts, everything is about getting serious, about being serious for Jesus. When are we actually going to look at the things of God and say, you know what? That is bigger and that is better than what the world's trying to push on me. That is better than their agenda. God's plan for me is so much better and so much bigger. When are we going to look at life and decide that? Mm -hmm. They're telling us that fear is normal, right? Fear is okay and that we should embrace it as normal. I want to challenge that tonight. Fear is normal, but... When you start thinking in that kind of realm, then we let fear be an excuse not to do brave things. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? We allow fear to stop us from doing brave things because the world's like, oh, it's okay. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do it. If, it's, if it scares you, if you're worried about it, don't do it. Like we could have chose tonight not to come to talk to y'all because we were nervous. Right, that's what the world tells me. But when we operate in the spiritual realm, and trust me, I had that moment where I was like, I looked at my dad, and I'm like, are we really going to do this? Like, I really don't want to do this. I really, I mean, I know God's calling us to it, but do we really have to do this? And, but then I go to the spiritual realm, and I know that God wants us to do it. Yeah. Right? So I don't let fear be an excuse for me not to do the brave things. And that's what we want to talk about tonight, because when we believe that lie, it stops us from doing anything that God has for us because the things that he asks us to do are going to be brave things I mean read your Bible Gideon I mean we could David we could go in a whole bunch of people who did crazy weird not normal things yeah and they did it afraid mm -hmm. because you know what guys sometimes we're not going to be fearless that's just the truth Sometimes we are not going to get up here on stage or go to school and know that we need to pray for people and not be afraid to do it. You're going to be afraid. But how do we operate and how do we live in the spiritual realm and go, you know what? The things of God matter. That matters. I need to do it afraid. The fear sometimes won't cease and that's okay. But we have to learn how to operate in that fear or we'll never do the brave things. Yeah, and I mean, we, like, we're constantly afraid, like you said. And it's nothing that you can 
just like get rid of one day you're completely fearless and you're never afraid of anything again but we as christians need to learn that it's not our reputation on the line it's god's and god is just using us for his greater purpose and that's what makes us scared a lot of the times is that we can't see god's purpose we can't Uh, see how he's going to use this crazy conversation that I just had with someone or this crazy thing that I just decided to do because I felt like God was calling me to. We can't see um, all the different things that that's going to affect. And that can make us scared. And like, (laughs) I know that feeling. Um, But I wanted to, we wanted to read this verse from 1 Corinthians 2. And uh, I'm going to read kind of a chunk right here, but I want to focus on the beginning. Um, We're going to read two, one through five. It says, when I came to you, brothers, I did not come with eloquence or superior wisdom as I proclaimed to you the testimony about God. For I resolved to know nothing while I was with you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I came to you in weakness and fear and with much trembling. My message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power, so that your faith might not rest on men's wisdom, but on God's power. And as Christians, a lot of the times uh, when we read stories about Paul and Peter and all these great people of faith that we tend to look up to a lot, we think like, oh, they were never afraid. Like they just did it and they knew what they were doing and they were never afraid. They knew that God was with them, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right here, Paul says, I came to you in weakness and fear. He was afraid. It was normal to be afraid. But what did Paul do? He did it anyway. And then he is operating in the Spirit's power, in God's power, not in his power. And I think that that's where we get it wrong a lot too. We stop focusing on the things that matter, and then we feel like everything depends upon us. And then even when you are doing something that God calls you to do, you think, oh, I don't want to mess this up. I don't want to get this wrong. Uh, is that really God speaking to me or is that just me like talking to myself in my head, you know? Um, But it's God's reputation on the line. It's not ours. And when he calls you to do something, he has a purpose for that. He doesn't just call you to do crazy stuff for no reason. It is for a greater purpose. Yeah. And I think that's what we've tried to do in Bible study too. So for those of you who don't know, we're recording this live, obviously. So for those of you who don't know, um, the few and how we got here started out in a youth cafe at our local church um, one Thursday night, two years ago. And uh, I invited like 10 teen girls to come and be a part of a Bible study, just wanting to get serious, like wanting something more than what I was seeing or what I had in my personal life, because I wanted girls around me that I could go, you know what, pray for this mm-hmm. during the week, or I'm dealing with this, I just need the Lord to help me, or advice, or whatever. 
one girl showed up that night. One girl. I invited like 10. When, when that one girl walked in at 6.30, and that's when we were supposed to start, I thought, God, why do you lay this on my heart to start a Bible study and do this when one girl shows up? One girl. That's it. Okay, here's the other thing. We've been keeping this a secret, so this is also, when we post this, this is going to be a surprise for uh, the people who are listening. Yeah. But we just hit 1,000 downloads on the podcast Sunday night. As exciting as that was, when I checked our stats for the podcast and I saw that 1,000 number come up, I had this moment of like joy and excitement and wow, look at what the Lord has done and yeah. ran into Maddie and we were just talking and stuff. And, and then I looked at it again and I'm like, wait, like the, people are listening to us. What if we don't get everything right? What if we what if we don't really understand everything? Or what if we get something wrong? And like what what why a thousand downloads, God? And then I started questioning him after I was thanking him. Like it was the weirdest thing. But is that not what we do in our everyday lives? Right? We yeah. at first, when you accept Jesus, if you if if you've accepted Jesus, sometimes you have these moments of like wow, that's crazy. I want to pray for everybody. I want to share the gospel. I want to figure out how to do Bible studies and all this stuff. But then you have a couple minutes later, like, oh, wait, I'm not really qualified for that, right? I mean, I'm not the best speaker. I don't, I don't know that many people. I don't know. I just might not do that, right? It's, it's not us. This is not us up here, because I can promise you, if we did not have the Holy Spirit right now, we would not be up here. Yeah. Because I would have let fear become an excuse not to do something. And Maddie, as we were preparing for this, she found, she was reading in one of her books, and uh, she came in to me one day, uh, and I was working on school. I'm not really sure what I was doing when you came in. And when you came in, you were like, I think this is it for the podcast episode. Because we had been tossing some things back and forth. Do we really want to talk about this? Fear of man. There's just so many different things we could go into. Yeah. So I want you to read that because it's it's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan. Anybody else Lord of the Rings fans? Yes. Okay. Couple people. All right. Um, so I was reading this book called Bilbo's Journey by Joseph Pierce. And it was just about um, kind of uncovering the spiritual truths in The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. And I absolutely love this part that I read. It says, The war against the dragon is not, therefore, a war against a physical monster like a dinosaur, but a battle against the wickedness we encounter in our everyday lives. We all face our daily dragons, and we must all defend ourselves from them and hopefully slay them. The sobering reality is that we must either fight the dragons that we encounter in life or become dragons ourselves. And so I like absolutely love this. So he's talking about our daily dragons. We all have these daily dragons of fear, um, just the little things that we're afraid of, the little things that we um, don't want to do, the little things that hold us back from really fulfilling what the Lord has for us. And so me and Lily just 
really wanted to talk about slaying our daily dragons because we all have different uh, dragons that we face. And that could be, uh, you know, me and Lily are really afraid to come up here and speak. Um, that's kind of a big thing in our lives that may not seem so big to somebody else. Or uh, you might be afraid of something that seems big to you, but it seems little to someone else. But we all have those dragons in our lives that hold us back from uh, fulfilling our calling. And so, Lily, I want you to talk about one of our, like, huge uh, dragons that we had to face. Yeah. Okay. So... If you read the blog at all, I know that Michael posted it on y'all's Instagram stories today, but um, a year ago, we published a post called uh, A Thousand Times Over, and I'm just going to give you the whole background of the story so that you understand this dragon that Maddie and I had to face. Um, around three years ago, we're a missionary family, like I said, and so we were going to Texas for three months. We stayed in our camper at a church. And uh, for three months, we did ministry from like 7 a.m. to 11 p.m., sometimes earlier, sometimes later. It just depends. And we did it for three months. And there, were, there was one guy named Rocky, okay? And uh, we, he was just, what shall I say, um, different to us. He was this humongous Mexican dude who met us as soon as we pulled into the parking lot in Fort Worth, Texas. And he's like, you know, I'm going to be helping you guys. He had set up some stuff with churches. He had been working in ministry for so many years, and he had a, an amazing testimony. The Lord had rescued him from drugs and alcohol, and he was adopted and there was just so many different things and he had this incredible testimony yeah and we were actually talking in the van on the way here uh he was actually as soon as we got to the church to park the camper he's like y'all want to go out to supper and of course it's like eight at night that we've got to texas yeah and so we go to supper with him and his family and he looks across at me and goes uh we have youth group tomorrow night uh you want to talk you want to do our lesson Okay, this is like 24 hours before youth group starts. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> do I really want to do that? And so I'm like having this conversation with the Lord, like, is this something you really want me to do? And then he goes, uh, we've been focusing on four words, which we had been doing in our ministry and yeah. stuff. It was love, listen, discern, and respond. Y'all might have heard those four words before or not. I don't know. And he goes, we're on discern. So if you want to do it, you'll be talking about discernment. Of the four ones that he could have chosen, it was, of course, discernment. Yeah. And so I did it as in fear, right? I mean, just like tonight, I said yes because the Lord wanted me to do it, and I did it. Well, let's fast forward, okay? We went three months of ministry doing life with this guy. I mean, he became family as we were there. Yeah. And uh, about what? two years ago now, yeah. um, we saw on Facebook that he had posted these really weird things, like uh, I'm selling my phone, uh, stating that he was like suicidal and all this depression stuff. And I don't know, we were just like, what? This is not Rocky. I mean, this guy is joyful and doing ministry and serving the Lord on the street for the people who are like that. And this is not Rocky. So we tried to contact him, couldn't do anything. 
to make a very long story short, uh, he ended up in jail because he had fallen away from the Lord and um, some crazy stuff had happened uh, in his life. And so he fell away from the Lord and ended up in jail. We were heartbroken. Our whole family was just like, we don't even know what to do for this. Yeah. I brought it to our Bible study group. And man, I'm telling you, I could have not made it through those months of knowing that he was in jail and stuff without my girls and my Bible study group because we prayed every single Thursday night for Rocky and for the situation and all this stuff. And so um, A Thousand Times Over is about us going to visit him. We drove to Fort Worth, Texas to visit him in jail. And I did not want to go in, y'all. I did not want to go in. I did not want to do... I didn't know what I'd say to him. I didn't know what we were supposed to talk about. I mean, the Rocky that I knew was the guy who was happy and joyful and witnessing and all this stuff. And this was not seeing him behind glass. I was afraid that would ruin who I thought he was and his character and who I really thought Rocky was. And uh, so my dad went in to visit him. No church people. Nobody had gone in to visit him. And he had been in jail for like a month before we got there. Nobody, not one visitor. Um, And remember, I said he was in ministry, right? So we get there. My dad visits him. Lincoln and dad go in one day. And the third day, I'm like, I wake up, and the Lord's like, you got to go in. Don't worry about what you're going to say. Don't worry about any of that. Go in. And, I mean, I fought him, like, the whole day. Like, Lord, I really don't need to go in. Like, Dad can handle that. You know, it's fine. They might connect more. You know, more ministry Mm -hmm. might go on. I'm just trying to make up excuses, right, for my fear because I'm letting it stand in the way of doing a brave thing, a thing that actually mattered. Well, I went in, you know, against my, I don't even know, my fear, my flesh. I went in, and it was a terrible day, terrible visit. He did not want anything. Spiritual warfare, I've never felt something so real in my life. The amount of fear and the amount of prayer, and I mean, I was so nervous. So I got in the van afterwards, and I mean, I just lost it. I was bawling. (laughs) I was a disaster. Like Maddie probably thought that I had like no more ministry for Lily because I was that messed up. No (laughs) kidding. After it. (laughs) And... But the next day, guess what? I was kind of messed up, not only from like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I did that and the fear, but the biggest part of it was I knew God wanted me to go in the next day. Right then. After I walked out of the jail booth, I knew that God wanted me to go in again. Yeah. And that scared me even more. <laughs> so I go in the next day, and Maddie went that day. So I want you to talk about that, because after I was a mess, then she goes in. Like, who does that? I don't know. But she did. And man, it was a dragon that we both had to slay. That's for sure. Yeah. I was so nervous. I was like shaking and on the verge of tears. And I was like a mess. I didn't really want to go in. But then again, I kind of felt bad for Lily. You know, I wouldn't want to send her in by herself. And um, I was just like, so nervous and I like was almost out of my mind with fear like I was so scared to go in because kind of like Lily said like what do you talk to him about what do you say to him to try and help him and on our way in dad was like okay Maddie please don't pass out on me because I was seriously on the verge of passing out and um 
yeah, I was really scared. And, um, but we went back and me and Lily both had the option not to go in. Or once we were in there, we could have decided to walk out. Like there were no locked doors. We yeah, weren't the totally ones in choice. jail. Like we yeah. could have just walked right out or just sat in the van and not gone in the first place. Like dad gave us the choice and we both decided to go in. And seriously, I really thought about turning around and just going right back to the van because like Lily said, I knew that it was something that the Lord wanted me to do. But at the same time, the devil's like, oh, you might pass out. Oh, you're super scared. Oh, what do you say to him? How are you supposed to talk to him? Um, And it's just kind of a scary environment anyway. Like, I had never been in jail before. I never really want to go back into jail again. Um, But we got back there, and I was still shaking about to cry about to pass out like I was so scared um we got back there and the Lord had been providing so many things for us while we were down there um for the visitation they like divided the inmates up by their last names so they had certain days so like a through D would go um, this day and then, you know, so on. And so Rocky's days that he was supposed to have visitors were like Monday and Tuesday. Well, we got there on a Tuesday and it was already kind of late. So we were like, okay, we'll visit him the next day. We got there super duper late. Um, It was like 10 o'clock at night because we were coming from another Um, like mission trip and so then we go to the courthouse to try and visit him and they're like oh well it's not his day you can't go visit him and we were planning on leaving on like Friday or Saturday and so praise the Lord our dad was able to get a clergy pass because obviously we're in ministry. We did ministry with Rocky and everything. And so he was able to get a clergy pass, which allowed you to visit anybody you wanted at any time. And so then we were able to go in and visit him every single day that we were there, which totally shouldn't have happened. But the Lord was just setting all this stuff in place perfectly. And We knew that we were supposed to be there for Rocky, but still that fear, like we knew that the Lord had it. We knew that the Lord was with us, but still that fear, it was just like you could feel it so strongly. I mean, I was terrified. It was a dragon that I didn't want to face, but I knew I had to. And it may not be going into jail for y'all. Like, that may not be it. Um, It might be just stepping out and asking somebody how you can pray for Mm them. It might be just making a new friend at youth group that uh, doesn't really want you to talk to them or doesn't really want to be with anybody or anything. Um, Those are things that cause us fear. But we want to encourage y'all tonight, and we want to challenge you, You've got to slay those daily dragons. It it has to be something that 
every day you wake up and you choose to slam because the Lord is with you. Mm -hmm. And I want to make that point tonight as well, that if you haven't accepted Jesus, you can't slay dragons. If you haven't accepted him in your heart and received the Holy Spirit, then you can't do it on your own. I can't get up here tonight and talk to y'all and do it in my own strength. That's not me. Yeah. I can't go into jail and, and visit Rocky and be strong and bold and, and speak life over him. I can't do that in my own power. It has to be God's power, as Maddie's verse said. And I know we're cutting it close on time. Um, but I just want to encourage y'all, your job is obedience. God's job is the outcome. He handles the outcome. Let him fight for you in that area. But you yeah. first have to decide if you're even going to show up and slay the dragon. Because if you don't decide that, then he doesn't get any, he doesn't get to deal with the outcome because you're not willing to step out. He needs you to be obedient. And that's what we've done with a few. That's how you get serious about Jesus, y'all. If you want to slay your dragons and you want to get serious about this Jesus thing, it's an everyday choice that you have to make. It's not once a week on Sundays to come to church. Yeah. While that's good, it's not where it's at. It's at school. It's where you work. It's in your families. It's with your friends. It's at Bible study with one teenage girl. And you're questioning why God's even, why God even has you there. It comes when you see that 1,000 number come up on your stats and you have to choose not to be scared out of your mind that people are listening to you and that you're influencing people because that's a big deal for me. I want people to hear Jesus and not me. And so when I, when I see a big number like that, I mean, we're the few, right? I'm used to small groups and speaking to small groups and that yeah. kind of thing. So when I see a big number, I'm like, whoa, yeah. what's the Lord doing? Slay your daily dragons. That's what we have to do. That's what God has called us to show up to. This is what the people in the Bible have done. And remember, at the time, they didn't know that they were heroes. They didn't know that they were heroes. So just remember, the one thing that we really want you guys to get out of this is that fear is a normal reaction, but you have to choose to be brave. You have to wake up, like Lily said, and make the decision to do brave things. And it's not always going to be easy. It is sometimes, maybe like me, going to take you to the point where you might pass out. But the Lord used those visits with Rocky in so many different ways for us to pour into people um, back home for us. It really stretched our Bible study group too. We prayed and prayed and prayed and, you know, like the Lord used it in so many crazy ways. So the Lord will handle the outcome. You just have to be obedient to what he tells you. So we're going to wrap up in prayer. So if you will, everybody pray with us. Lord, we just thank you for this night. And I thank you that we were able to do this uh, with 
the youth group here at Lima Baptist, and I pray that you would just help each and every one of us to slay our daily dragons. I pray that we would wake up and make the decision to be obedient with whatever you have for us. And I pray that we would really be listening for your voice and that we would answer when you call us to do something. And I pray that um, this would just help somebody who's listening um, with something that maybe they're afraid of. I pray that you would help us to realize that we are going to be afraid and there is never a point where you're going to be completely fearless, but that you are handling the outcome and we just have to be obedient to what you're calling us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. So get out there and slam. All right, y'all.